I feel like we're at a real gift-giving phase of our lives at the moment. Engagements, weddings, housewarmings, 30ths, 40ths, new babies. Yes, 100%. So many milestones to celebrate. I think I'm a pretty good gift giver, but I'm always looking for something a bit different and local. That's where this week's sponsor, Mini Kim Studio, comes in. The most beautiful Donegal-designed personalised print gifts. Owner Tanya is most famous for her modern take on the family crest name Coat of Arms. I absolutely love Minikin stuff. My friend got a beautiful gift commissioned for our mutual friend's engagement. A map of Ireland with little hearts and arrows where the couple met and are from. Framed and personalised. Stunning. Oh, we received the most gorgeous Minikin piece from Darren's work friends for our wedding. Shout out to Annette. Um, a print with three sets of Wellington boots um, and a paw print on it for myself, Darren, Clara and Scout. Oh, so cute. <laughs> Tanya is so talented. She actually does bespoke wedding stationery as well and is based in Rathmullen, Donegal, but ships worldwide. Many can do christening and communion prints too. Handy at this time of year. Yes, indeed. So Tanya from Minikin is a good friend of mine and one of the nicest people you could meet. A busy mum of two who delivers exceptional customer service. You should see all of her glowing reviews. You can find Minikin on Instagram at Minikin Studio as well as on Etsy and minikinstudios.com. And welcome to episode 38 of No Other Crackpot. Hi. And thank you once again to our sponsor, Minikin Studio. And oh, actually, fact check that will blend into TV Guide. Go on. We hadn't alerted our listeners to the fact that. Had you realized that Yellow Jackets is now on Paramount Plus? Okay. I figured this out during the week. Yeah. So it's not on Now TV. Not at anymore. All. It used to be. Because then I went to download Paramount. And then I just put it off because I was like, I can't sign up to another thing at the minute. Well, I need to naturally save enough, I did. <laughs> and for another day. Oh, sorry, Darren. <laughs> I did. My spouse did. <laughs> <laughs> My fin- financier did. <laughs> uh, well, Darren, I pay for Amazon Prime, so... <laughs> Come on now, save this till after, please. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just thinking if anyone was keen to start it, that's it's not that it's annoying, but I suppose yeah, as you say, it's another streaming. I was wondering, site. and that's why I didn't start season two of Yellow Jackets because initially when I downloaded Paramount Plus, then I thought it wasn't available in the Republic of Ireland, mm. but it or is. the UK because it said something like coming to. Ireland and the UK mm. on a certain date was it June or something? But then I see yeah, it's seven ninety nine a month. I know you're gonna have to revolute Darren or something. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> he he's once wanted to watch Yellow Jackets as much as I did. Seven days free. Yeah, so I will download this week. Yeah, so it's definitely not coming to Now TV. Must not Paramount must have bought it. Oh. Um, yeah, but don't we get it before the US audiences, which is rare, you really? know, because most of the time it's these things come out in the US and then we get it a day later, mm-hmm. or actually I think we get it a couple of days before. Oh, I must start watching it now. So 
gliding into TV Guide. Have you yeah. started it? Yeah. So it's on every Yellow Jackets is on season two is on every Friday on Paramount Plus, and I have now watched two episodes to date. Oh, I can't wait to start yeah. it. Mm, is Elijah good. Wood in it yet? No, not yet. Okay. Very exciting. Well, he's not turned, is he? Oh, sorry. He, yeah. I was falling asleep last night. Not Now, it's not an indication of yellow jackets, but I didn't realize how tired I was. An indication of your workload. Yeah, and Darren kept looking over at me, and my head was like, Darren thought I was like one of the possessed people in yellow jackets because my head was just going round and round. There's <laughs> possessed people? Yeah, oh, spoiler. But um, yeah, so sorry, he does. He starts to make an appearance lightly in episode two. Okay, very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, um, Yellow Jackets. And then I was saying before that I'd read Daisy Jones and the Six and the book is just so, so good. I'm finished the book now and I'd highly, highly recommend that book. Um, And I'm watching the show as well on Amazon Prime and I have about four or five of watch now. So it's a 10 episode miniseries based on the book. Um, And not to be that annoying person who's like, the book's far better, but (laughs) But it's so much better. And I am that person. And now there's a few exceptions where the the movie or the show is better than the book. Um, Like Lord of the Rings, the movies are as good as the books, if not a bit better, in my opinion. Um, and then say, guess oh, what? What do you call that? I've never read Lord, Lord of, the of the Rings. No, or I've never watched. Lord You've of never Rings. watched Lord of the Rings. No. Oh my no. goodness! <laughs> <gasps> Why is Darren cowering away from me? <laughs> oh my god, you're in for a treat, there, girl. I know. I've been just. I yeah. just know that it'll be a. A big sit down sometime. It is. It's a long last sit. week was the best opportunity I've had, but Yeah. I know. But no, so it's Daisy Jones and the Six, like the show is good, but it lacks a lot of the depth and age of the book. Like the book will go back into all their traumas and their psychological history of why they behave the way they do, the different oh, yeah. bandmates where the T V show is a lot more like glossy and light, but it is visually stunning. Like So it's one book. So it's one book, yeah. Okay. And um, have you ever seen the movie Almost Famous? No. Oh, it's brilliant. So it would remind me a lot of that movie. Almost Famous is about a groupie, Penny Lane, who follow and a, a journalist from a rock magazine who go on tour with a band. And it's okay. very good. It's got Kate Hudson in it. Um, it's similar vibe. So if you liked Almost Famous, you would like the show Daisy Jones and the Six. But it's a wee bit too fluffy for me in comparison to the book, but I'd still recommend it. Um, and then lastly, on my TV guide is Succession is back. And we've watched the first episode of the new season and it was just amazing. As I said to you <laughs> during the week, I was like, I need to binge it. Like I've been, I've been... Going at it. <laughs> when I do go at it. <laughs> but I feel like I need to catch up ASAP because mm-hmm. everybody's on about it. And I yeah. know you've been telling me and I should have listened, but I, I know. Will. But sure, you'll, yeah, it'll be lovely to binge it. I, the only thing is, yeah, it's kind of, it's in the it's popular heavy. culture at the minute too. And it is heavy, but it's... I feel like there's a lot of depth in each episode. Yeah, there's a lot of... I need a YouTube recap and explanation after every episode <laughs> you would and it's a wee bit like some things are just never properly explained yeah. as well um but yeah we were talking about what's gone viral 
you know, this whole crack about the capacious bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you might have more to say on that, but it's just there's a character. So much more to say. <laughs> there's a character, Tom Mom Baskin, and he makes a remark about Greg's new girlfriend who he or not. It's not even girlfriend. He bring Greg is this hilarious character. Cousin Greg. He's a real hanger on her. <laughs> and he brings a girl, random girl to um, a birthday party. And she's not, I mean, she's like in normal terms, she's dressed quite well, but because they're so wealthy, she's a real commoner. And Tom says to Greg that he's made a huge faux pas by bringing her. (laughs) And then Greg's kind of like, why? And Tom's like, because she's brought a ludicrously capacious bag. And he goes on to say, what's even in there? Flat shoes for the subway? Her lunch pail? I mean, Greg, it's monstrous. It's gargantuan. You could take it camping. You could slide it across the floor after a bank job. (laughs) It's just amazing. And now the internet has gone wild. And uh, now, yeah, I'll actually, I'll continue this conversation maybe after you do your TV guide because it kind of veers into World Wide Web a bit too much. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Well, my TV guide, I watched... I can't believe I hadn't watched it before now, hmm. but I binged Fleabag. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I have a mouthful of coffee. Oh my God, I can't wait to hear what you thought. Oh, so good. Isn't and it? And I'm like, I'm actually disgusted that I didn't watch it before now. Like, <sighs> I'm getting goosebumps. I just, I'm so it's happy like you watched I laughed, it. I cried, I related to her so much at times. <laughs> <laughs> you, you. Have you had a relationship with a hot priest before? <laughs> Darren, his character name is Hot Priest. I'm not Darren, saying that I think. Darren jealous of the hot priest. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely loved it. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, the mm. main actress in it, who also created and wrote it. Like, Iconic. she's amazing. Oh, unreal. Amazing. But you know what shocked me the most after all this and I was deep diving? She's married. Is she in real life? To Martin McDonough. What? She oh, is ben, not. I swear to God, she what is married to director of Banshees of Inishirin in Bruges. Yeah, I, I swear to God. I'm shook to my core. That's so cool. I was shook. It actually took me back to like when I was about 13 and I started listening to Nirvana and Foo Fighters at the same time and then I realised that Dave Grohl was in both <laughs> the universes had collided I was like oh I actually remember that moment so much I was like oh so <laughs> when I seen, so when I seen that she was married to Mark McDonald, I was like oh my god and the pictures of them together like oh, a power couple that is class mm-hmm. power yeah. couple oh it's unreal like season two in particular is the, one of the most flawless things I've ever watched so like the second season of Fleabag. Oh, unreal. Because you had sent me clips of, so in it, I'm sure like everybody's probably watched. Like I'm very Maybe late to not. the game. We're raising vital awareness here if you've not vital watched Vital awareness it. of watching, yeah, Fleabag. So it's on Amazon Prime at the minute. There's two seasons. Mm-hmm. I think there's, is there 12 episodes in total maybe? Yeah, it's very short and I sweet. Think, but it is so good. So... There's just a lot of themes in it, like loneliness and mm. crack and drinking and... <laughs> and like horrible like family members. Yeah. Emotional abuse. 
It's a comedy drama, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, two seasons. How many episodes now was there? I think there was 12 episodes. Yeah, 12 episodes. Mm. But the clips that I'd seen before, I'd seen little snippets, and I kept waiting for Andrew Scott, who plays the hot priest in it. And mm. I didn't realise you have to wait until the second season. But, like, their chemistry is amazing. Oh, that's fiery. He is just fantastic. But... When I was watching him then, I was like, God, I love Andrew Scott. And then I was like, but sure, what do I love him from? But he was in Sherlock, obviously. Mm. And then I was like, what else was he in? So remember a good few episodes ago, I was mentioning the film Locke that Tom mm. Hardy was in, that I said I went oh, to the cinema yes. and I like PTSD. That it was so shocking. That he, was, he was in the Jeep and it's like just him for the whole film. But he makes phone calls. Mm. Two yeah. of the people that voice the phone calls. Andrew Scott ah. and Olivia Coleman. Oh, Olivia Coleman as she's in Fleabag as well. Yeah, Olivia Coleman's also in that. So Icons. I just thought that was He's in an episode of Black Mirror as well. Yes, yeah. That's Loved the only that. other thing I'd seen yeah, him in, you know. But he's fantastic, like. Oh, he's out so, of this world. On Rotten Tomatoes, it's a hundred percent. And I'm gonna start so. using it on ripe avocados, it's a hundred percent. I don't know, yeah. should we go with ripe avocados as a percentage or should we rate it out of five ripe avocados? Yeah, I don't know. I, I would give it five natural. ripe av- avocados anyway. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I so loved good. it. Loved it. The girl who plays Fleabag's sister, Claire. Oh, yes. She's something else. She's yeah. brilliant when she gets the haircut. It's, that's, that's it's modern. <laughs> <laughs> it's French I love when he's like Show her the picture That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny oh. oh Darren we need to rewatch it So it's good just, oh, well, Darren's only seen season one actually Darren's not seen Hot Priest So you haven't seen Hot Priest <laughs> He's elegant He's hilarious in it and, like, mm-hmm. As the priest Um. Yeah. So I'd watched Fleabag And then I started watching Season four of You. Oh, yeah. Which is on Netflix. Now, did you ever watch the show Fresh Meat? No. With Jack Whitehall? No, I it's remember it, but no, I never watched it. So in that, there's an actress, Charlotte Ritchie, who plays mm. Oregon. And she's like this really kind of annoying, kind of clingy friend and anything one of the girls wants to do, she's copying them and mm. just quite an annoying character Mm -hmm. so she's like the main woman of interest interest. oh yeah she was in call the midwife as well yes she was in call Mm. the midwife so she's in season four of you and i just can't you know when you've like embedded yeah a character in your head and like i can't take her seriously Mm -hmm. and she speaks with such a posh english accent i feel like i've been adapting it because i've binged it so much (laughs) (laughs) do you ever like that no? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I got that so, I absorb a character. Season easily. four, yeah, they kind of like released it in two halves. I hate the way shows are doing that. I don't know, why would you do that? Quite annoying. That's the whole point of a season, like. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so it's very far-fetched at times, but it's still very entertaining. Yeah, I'm sure I suppose that's what you're expecting. Yeah, Penn like, Badgley is very good in it. I will, I'll finish season three and I'll watch season four. I've not abandoned it. Yeah. But I just, yeah. I will, I'll get back into it. It's the kind of thing once you start watching it, then you're like, oh. You get sucked yeah. back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. So that's all I've really watched. And I will watch Yellow Jackets this week. Yeah, no, it's good now. 
um, World Wide Web. Also, oh, so to continue the success, succession chat and blend it into World Wide Web, mm-hmm. um, that whole capacious bag has gone so viral now, like that whole quote from Tom. But um, I was just thinking, imagine like you work for Burberry and you, th- you see that your bag is going viral for some reason and then you think, oh, nice one. And then you realize it's because it's been referred to as a ludicrously capacious bag <laughs> that's not acceptable at high society parties. Yeah. So that's it's like a Burberry bag that Greg's girlfriend or whoever is carrying. And like it's worth it, it retails at two thousand five hundred euro, like not too shabby. But that's still considered entry level luxury. Whereas in succession, yeah. they're quiet luxury. Like they their costume department, they wouldn't wear like labels that are very obvious. They were really muted, like cashmere and Monotone soft power dressing, soft power dressing, as yes, as we're about to mention. Yes, so yes, time. you had sent me over a really interesting article about it. Yeah, the court case with Gwyneth Paltrow. Like, I just think that is hilarious. Like, mm-hmm. the had you been watching clips of it? Yeah, it is. It's like a it's, parody. It, it's like it a, is like a satire, like mm-hmm. a sketch. Like, yeah. So Gwyneth Paltrow, the article that was on the guardian is called billionaire chic the meaning of gwyneth paltrow's court wardrobe mm-hmm. and like when you see her every day they were just saying that she's so effortlessly like soft power dressing mm-hmm. and it just goes to show that like the guy that was suing her he it was originally for three million apparently they had a accident in the ski slopes yeah, in 2016 terry sanderson or something yeah terry sanderson so it was originally three million and then it was down Brought down to 300,000 and she's countersuing him for one, or she was countersuing. So she won. But yeah, for one dollar, she was countersuing him for one dollar and for her legal fees to be covered. Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) I was actually laughing because did you see like the first couple of days she was wearing like these like beige, like knits? Yeah, lovely polo neck sweaters. Cozy beige chic. She's cozy beige chic. I love cozy sheep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she looked great. But and did you see that she was wearing a moss green wool coat? Yeah. I was thinking gorgeous, you'd love that. Gorgeous. Four gorgeous. thousand dollars. Yeah, is that all? Oh, yeah. Sure. That's, that's entry level as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, probably is. But um, yeah, they were just saying that because she was dressing like there was no big names clad across mm-hmm. her bags or yeah. clothing or anything. But that just is testament to how much she cares about the case like, like yeah. she's just effortlessly she's just rolling in yeah. and she's not trying to wear like a statement suit or anything yeah. to because she just thinks that the whole thing's ridiculous and she basically had to take it to court to protect her own integrity because it was to use the word again ludicrous <laughs> um like she was just skiing and he actually banged into her yeah and she had in ski terms the right of way. He's a cheeky wee chancer. He is. And did you see when the court case finished, then she was like, I wish you well. Yeah, she's so classy. Oh, she's so classy. <laughs> but um, I was laughing as well in that article, going back to um, Rebecca Vardy's case that we'd mentioned before. <laughs> did you see the bit? Speaking of classy. <laughs> <laughs> or lack thereof. <laughs> um, by contrast, Paltrow's court wardrobe has an old money feel. In choosing not to wear something more formal, 
remember Rebecca Vardy's rotation of power suits and designer handbags for her case last year. Paltrow implies she is so wealthy she doesn't need to overstress the lawsuit so she doesn't care who knows it. Yeah, and that's very reminiscent of the Succession crew as well. They wouldn't wear anything brand, like with big blatant brands. Yeah. Um, Hashtag soft power. Yeah, I love that. It's <laughs> so cool. But like even the whole commentary um, on social media about the Gwyneth Paltrow case. Now, most people were on her side, in fairness, if they read into it. But you would see comments as well going, sure, she has plenty money. Would she not just you know, give him the payout or whatever. Uh, no. And like going, oh, she, all she does is sell her <laughs> vagina scented candles and like just. Does she actually have vagina scented yeah. candles? Mm-hmm. Are they, they're not named that, are they? Uh, I think they are. <laughs> I'll fact check it, but Goop has some really <laughs> mad stuff. Um, But I was like, how dare they? Like she's an Oscar winning actress and businesswoman. Like Mm -hmm. I know she's a Nepo baby, but she's earned every penny. Why should she just be giving it to some old man? Like opportunist. Like usually I'm sure there's so many cases like this, but the celebrities just don't even settle it out of court because they don't want to waste their time or whatever. Yeah. But why the hell should she not? Yeah. Like if that was George Clooney, everyone would be like, fair play to him. Fair play, George. Yeah, they would. (laughs) They, They wouldn't be like, oh... They'd be given out, I say, if some if an elderly woman smashed into George Clooney on the slopes and he went to court, everyone would be rooting yeah. for him. But isn't it mental that it was two thousand and <laughs> it was two thousand sixteen? Like that's seven years ago. I get over it. Like well, Terry's gonna be out of fortune now. I wonder what is he seventy six now? So what age was he at the time of the incident? Seven. Uh, 69 <laughs> Get the calculator out there yeah. um, like, like He must I have had plenty of money too He should be at the same resort as Gwynny Maybe Maybe not One would assume One would assume But did you see then the clips of the opposition's lawyer Like fangirling over Yeah Oh how She's tall so are you thirsty like. How tall are you I'm so jealous she was such a... Oh what else? I had actually taken... Oh, yeah. So she also said she was small but mighty. Did you did you see that? Yeah. Oh, so embarrassing. And then assuming... I assume you're a good tipper. Yeah. Like, go away. What was going on? I listened to a really good breakdown of the case on another a podcast. It's called Every Outfit on SATC. So it's a podcast that mm-hmm. does a breakdown on every outfit on Sex in the City, but they also just do like a, a social commentary as well. Mm-hmm. They did a very, very funny rundown of all this. Um, and they were saying it's as though she studied, uh, the opposition's defense lawyer, like studied... Um, those things on YouTube of good cop, bad cop, where the one oh cop tries to endear God. the person like through flattery. And they were like, it seems like it was the first time she ever spoke to a celebrity. And then the other host was like, it seems like it was the first time she spoke to a human. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, God love her. Maybe she was a bit starstruck. I think she, she was, was going on about Sully, like. And then she was asking then, like, because Taylor Swift had countersued for one dollar mm. when she had her case when was that like last year or the year before but she was asking her was she friends with taylor swift yeah and she was like well do you buy her a gift for christmas <laughs> how <laughs> random it's like an interview in like smash hits magazine or something but that's what um defines friendship 
Do you buy her a gift for Christmas? That's what defines friendship. Well, that's what she was saying. God, I don't buy that many of my friends' <laughs> gifts. I didn't Christmas. mean to put you on the spot there, Marie. <laughs> Literally, like in her in her opinion. Mm. But I thought it was very strange. What would you get Taylor Swift for Christmas anyway? Hmm. <laughs> um, okay, you don't have to buy her <laughs> <laughs> a fortnight in Donegal because she seemed to enjoy her time here. She did, bless her. So, oh, a voucher for the old Glen Bar restaurant. I feel like she'd like it. Do you think she'd use it within five years? Yeah, she might. <laughs> It'll be well worth it. You need to offer your spare room just look as she can stay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, could you imagine Scout scraping at her door in the morning? <laughs> um, Clara asking her to play with Play-Doh. <laughs> I think she'd have a great time. Yeah, could give her a new song in school. Mm. Um, so was that all about Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah. It was just, it consumed a lot now, I have to say. I was, yeah, it was riveting. It was very interesting. Um, the other thing that I seen then on World Wide Web... <laughs> I don't even know how to word this. It was a device that was created, but I've seen it in a few news articles. It's called Long Last Touch. Have you seen right, this? No. It's a kissing device for long distance <laughs> relationships. Oh my God. So it's like, it looks like a giant phone cover and then there's lips down the bottom of it. Maybe it's a bit like my thing for my Invisalign, maybe. Uh, no, it's nothing <laughs> like that, I'd say. <laughs> Oh, right. <laughs> so it's like two lips and two lips, obviously. No, one set of lips. <laughs> a mouth, and, per se. <laughs> but like you want to see it, it's like, I, I don't even know. So then people are like... Patricia's sh- making a weird motion <laughs> with her hands, like a wee beak kind of going up and down. <laughs> so people are shifting their phones, basically. Oh my God. Yeah. Now, if I seen this on... That's a step away from virtual relationships, which yeah. there is actually an app for people who, for having a virtual fake kind of relationship. Oh. I'll have to fact check that because I read an article about this in Atlantic and it was about people how it's a really expensive app where you can like text somebody like a, an AI That's thing. nonsense. This is the thing here, see? Can you oh, see the lips? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's disgusting. That yeah, I know, disgusting. it is actually horrible. So in the clip that I'd watched, there was an interview with someone and they were like, oh, a daily video call may be more helpful. Mm. And I would completely concur. That is sick. What's it? Like, I don't even want to ask what it's called. Long Lost Touch. Long Lost. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, shudder. Yeah, not What's not the hectic. world coming to? I'm, I'm not into it. no. So that was all my World Wide Web. Um, oh, I just had another couple of things. So as today is April Fool's Day, as we record, there's been quite a few funny April, f- isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, there's been quite a few funny viral things by brands online. And one of the most interesting, had you seen this, was the Bear by Vogue fake tan for kids. No. So Vogue Williams put out through her bear brand uh, yesterday though she did it on the 31st which was so clever because everyone was up in arms and like you know the way people absolutely love to hate Vogue yeah. anyway so she posted on social media it was called 
bare babies and she'd posted up new kids self-tan lotion super easy to apply and full of skin loving ingredients to keep your precious little ones glowing all year round develops in four to eight hours for the most natural sun-kissed glow without the worry of harmful uv rays shop now and get your kids summer ready and then wow. and it looked like it was a proper like mm-hmm. product prototype and then her two kids with a little tan in the photos in the next image <laughs> and all the comment no. section were like she'd flog anything you're one what an idiot oh my god not surprised why would you put this on your children's precious skin going mental yesterday and then it turned out obviously today to be an April Fool's. And then she very, very wisely gave a discount code for her own Bear by Vogue brand for like twenty percent off, probably because she got so many new eyes on her brand. Use through. code for glow. Yeah. So I just thought it was very clever because everyone was going mad thinking that it was real, but, but anyone now, with half a brain cell realized it was an April Fool's joke. Can I just say something? Yeah. Technically, if she'd done it on the thirty first. It wasn't an April Fool's. No. Yeah, but that's probably... See, because so many brands do it on April Fool's, it wouldn't have had the same viral I guess, yeah. I'm just saying by the laws of April Fool's. Yeah, not true. (laughs) Like, it's not very good April Fool's etiquette. No, But it was very good marketing. Oh, excellent. Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) She just baited the haters so well yesterday. Because I seen this morning Little Head Up. I shared it on the Instagram page, the... Human air fryer. Oh, yeah, that was so funny. Yeah. But um, I suppose, yeah, look at... You're going to have to start early now for... That's because all the brands do it. Well, do then they? I saw Muff, Muff Gin. Did you see their one? No. Muff. Um, <laughs> had up their Muff Munchers gin flavour crinkle cut crisps. Muff Munchers. <laughs> they were like, now available nationwide. We're excited to introduce Muff Muncher crisps to our product range. We really know how to get the best out of the potato. If you can't find Muff Munchers on the shelf, <laughs> please ask a staff member for assistance. Hashtag become a Muff Muncher. <laughs> oh my God. Hi, hi. I'm looking for a Muff Muncher. <laughs> like... Uh, this is going to sound weird, but the crisps look lovely. They actually look... Are they salt and vinegar flavour? <laughs> They're gin flavour. Oh, oh. They look like they should be salt and vinegar. Yeah. So They I actually do look tasty enough. Um, They do. And then my very last one was... thought this was a class idea. Um, This is a real thing. It's not an April Fool's. But Penguin have now put book vending machines at train stations. So like you can on the tra- at any hour of the day, twenty four seven, you can like actually buy a book before you get in the train. Oh, I used to look so unimpressed. I thought this was class. <laughs> well, like some people still want a nice physical. Book. Yeah, I think that's nice. Yeah. So basically, Penguin treated the morning commuters in Devon by putting a book vending machine at the Exeter station. Um, it had a range of books such as Atomic Habits by James Clear, Daisy Jones and the Six, blah, blah, blah. And then it said, um, this installation has ensured your morning commute can take you on more than one journey with the right book. Um, oh, nice. But basically, I think there was something, I'll need to fact check it, but I think Penguin actually was established because the founder was going on a, a, on a train and he realized he had no book and he dreamed when he was bored he dreamed up the whole concept of opening penguin penguin publishing house 
And it was when he was on his commute in Exeter and Devon. So that's why they put this here as a nod to... Oh, my God. Um, I thought it was quite cool. Like, well, I mean, we all have different tastes, I guess. No, I was actually <laughs> glad to hear that it had, like... I just thought it was a mouldy books, like. So it yeah, has, like... Brand new books, like. <laughs> it's like a bookshop in a vending machine. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. So that's all my World Wide Web. <laughs> Any decent recommendations for us this week? Recommendations? Oh, actually, I need to go get something. You run on there. Yeah, you can keep chatting to Darren for a second. But okay. you can chat about your recommendation because I know what it is. And then it leads into something. Yes, run on there. I was just going to mention the Fit Pink compression leggings, which you had recommended, right? So I ordered two compression leggings and they came very swiftly. The deliveries from Dunny Old Town. Darren, you look very interested. <laughs> it doesn't have the same effect when I'm talking to you, Darren. Go on, go on the mic, Darren. What's the crack? <laughs> Marie lost her seat. Hello, Patricia. Hi, Darren. Hello. What What's this podcast about? Uh, I'm, I'm not Conspiracy sure. Conspiracy theories? I'm kind of thrown into the deep end here. And UFOs? I don't really know what to say. <laughs> this See, is harder than it looks. I know, we make it look easy. You do, you do. Marie, hurry up. <laughs> I'm panicking here. <laughs> no, he's sinking. And in other news, hopefully, hopefully, Darren will have his own mic soon. I know we keep saying this. So you're, oh, you're back the, with your... Get the finger out, Darren. I just mentioned that I got the oh. compression leggings. Got them delivered. Next day delivery. They come from Donegal Town. Delighted. And since I last got the Fit Pink compression leggings, there's a handy little pocket now. <laughs> oh, nice one. You yeah, there wasn't a pocket on the first time I got them, so I'm delighted. Oh, yes, because we wanted to say thank you to Jenny and the team at Fit Pink because they sent us a lovely little gift. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We got fan mail. It was our first fan mail. I know. We were very chuffed, so thank you. So it's the Fit Pink Daily Planner. Yeah, they're really cute. I, I'm obsessed with planners and notebooks, mm, mm-hmm. but this is this is going to be extremely useful. What else is in there? I don't know. <laughs> Was that meant to be in there? Oh no, it's an invi- wedding invitation. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the kind of stuff you need to put in your planner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's a lovely little, like planner where you can, be, you know, see how hydrated you are if you've done any fitness that day. Your general to do list. Um, Gratitude. Darren, Gratitude. Why are you laughing? what women like planners (laughs) i know you're thinking oh it would fit you better to actually do the things rather than write it in your planner well we like doing ticky lists and we like ticking off ticky things tick tick i like the intention yeah sometimes you just need to get it out of your head on paper yeah so thank you very much to do get up (laughs) <laughs> to, I know, to do brush teeth tick. <laughs> yeah and I like the little gratitude list on it yeah and it has notes good. things to get done today things to get done tomorrow mm-hmm. I presume you can purchase them yeah, on you the can. Fit Pink yeah. website so yeah they're really good so my other recommendation then was back to a tea recommendation have you ever tried the glow tea glow. from Twinings no. Well, lucky I brought you over a little sachet. Oh, did you? I did. I. Oh, yes. I love her um, tea bag. I, I love herbal teas, but sometimes I find, you know, the packaging on them really draws you in and sometimes mm. they just don't taste 
And then they taste like a candle or something. Yeah. Or just taste like dishwater. Mm. Yeah. So the Twinings glow tea. So it's strawberry and cucumber in it. Mm-hmm. And it's a green tea with aloe vera in that. But it's nice. Oh, and it kind of smells very strawberry when you're, it's not as strong tasting of strawberry, but it's just a nice middle of the day tea. And why is it called glow? Because it's meant to be good for your skin and make you glow. Oh, salt. There's cucumba in it. What's cucumba? You know, cucumba. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not know that song about cucumba? No. Oh, I can't even think of it. It's like um, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, cucumba. Mm. Hmm. And oh. saying putting, you're meant to put cucumber in your water. It's cucumber I'm talking about, obviously. <laughs> oh, I didn't even catch on to that. Cucumba. Oh, it's this guy and he calls it's it cucumba. Like Nigella Lawson way of pronouncing yeah, it. Yeah, cucumba. All right. Mm-hmm. I need to stop saying cucumba. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was my other recommendation. I have the tea here for you. Oh, lovely. Um, so my recommendation, actually, I, I, I ditched my original recommendation because you had kind of complimented or remarked on my blusher as I was putting it on. Yes. And that's probably like the fourth or fifth kind of, uh, curiosity or compliment I've received on this blusher. Um, so it is the Mrs. Makeup by Be Perfect Cream Blusher in Peach Paradise. And I would never have been a cream blusher person. I just always thought that it wouldn't sit right on my skin. It's lovely. And I'm completely converted because it's it glides on so well. Um, and it stays on pretty much all day. And it's quite a nice pigment. Um, so I got like a Mrs. Makeup set for Christmas from my brother Dom and his fiance Colleen. And there was a cream bronzer and a cream blusher and both are permanent fixtures in my routine now. And they haven't run out since, obviously. I know we're not that far from Christmas, but I'm certainly going to repurchase it and see what other kind of shades there are in it. Very satisfying to watch the application. Yeah, I know, because I was putting it on. I had my friend Neve, shout out to Neve, and um, shout out, actually shout out to Marcus Keeley as well, who gave us a shout out on BBC Radio Ulster last, or two weeks ago. Thanks, um, Marcus. Wasn't it said the goggle box? Yeah, they (laughs) they compared us to the goggle box of podcasts, so it was great. (laughs) Thank you, Marcus. We we love Marcus, who's a comedian and uh, a newcomer to TikTok virality. And Marcus's wife, Neve, stayed here last weekend and she was remarking on the blusher and mum compliments it. And yeah, so if anyone's interested in a new blusher, it's Mrs. Makeup by Be Perfect Blusher in Peach Paradise. And it's a very handy shtick. (laughs) So that's my main recommendation for this week. Have you uh, any trivia? I have a, a short one. Have you one? Okay. <laughs> I don't oh. really have trivia. <laughs> just We were on a bit during the week. I just said I'd try it. You st- you st- <laughs> Did you just send me a text? Yeah. All right, sorry. Did it work? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> during the week, um, I'd been speaking to my friend Maria Newlux. And we're on a bit. Remember when you were like a teenager and you used to just send call me to each other? Oh my god! I and never I like, did it, but yeah, I received I like, your call. Me still works, so that's what I'm just after June. I I was yeah. checking how. So what did it send to you? I just got a text from Trisha, and it says the person at beep has requested a call from you. <laughs> I don't want to be giving out your number, like as they're out of credit. Message sent using the free call me text service from three. I can't, <laughs> I can't believe it still works. They're still on the go. I'm oh gonna, my I'm god! Be flat out sending you call me. Call me. <laughs> 
Call so me like maybe. passive aggressive and annoyed. Like if someone texts me that, I'd be like, no, I'm not ringing you, you miserable whore. <laughs> and like it's like also there's Wi-Fi now, so clearly you could just like. No, call me. I have no credit, <laughs> even though I have a bill phone. In <laughs> <laughs> the age of data, I think the call me is nearly extinct. But I suppose you never it's, know when you make It's not obsolete find. yet. Sure. Look, there's still obviously a need. Yeah, there is. And the I likes had of to dad, do there. Being a dad still very much buys normal credit and well, puts I it into his normal phone. credit on up until recently. Oh, really? Yeah. So to send a call, he texts you. Type in "call me" in capital letters, followed by the number two five zero one hundred. That's oh on three network. Good God! So I'm, I'm gonna do it to you just some badness. Do it to me for fun. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the night, get a text. <laughs> Can you call me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Darren, did you send call me's back in the day? No, but somebody used to send them to me all the time and it was really fucking annoying. Darren yeah. says he used to get them all the time and it was really beep annoying. Yeah. We, we won't out who it was or anything. Okay. Ooh. Ooh, we'll get the tea after. <laughs> Cup of tea. It wasn't me anyway. Um, yeah, so that was my only bit of trivia that's good. That's, a good, mm, that's a good throwback um, my wee bit of trivia was did you know or notice that most watches and clocks on TV and movie are set to 10 10 no I didn't know that why so I'll tell you why now when you click out of your call me text when I get out of my text <laughs> yeah um, are you going to ring me by the way <laughs> no you'll be all right so it's it's the idea that displaying the time of 10 10 and it also is a selling technique for watches because the hands resemble a smile and it leaves purchasers or viewers in a better mood than compared with other hand arrangements like 20 to 4 you'd be depressed <laughs> well apparently so so 10 10 <laughs> is the the way that they display the hands where possible if there's a strategic choice involved on tv or while selling a watch mm. so yeah interesting that's all the crack now that's all the crack thanks again to our our fortnightly sponsor um Minikin studio and we shall chat to you all next week bye bye bye